0: everyone welcome to the Lodcast. i couldn't tell you what episode this is i really don't pay attention to that but uh yeah we're we got the tribunal again so it's just gonna be me scribe and cuyo and for those who don't know who me is i'm the biggie 15 hi uh, well we're gonna we don't have a guest to show so we're gonna just hop right into the uh the content the youtuber stuff of the what's going on in youtube sphere and there's always something going on in the youtube sphere let's be honest i to talk about yeah. that yeah
1: yeah okay so uh, that's my topic so let's just Hop right into it, boys. Uh, let's see. Actually, I-, I was gonna ask, how was everyone's week? I already know how Scribes was. He he was working. How about you, Vicky? I'm all right.
0: I've been busy. I've been working a lot too, but uh, really making rookie mistakes and-, and YouTube. Like, I'll make I'll be recording for an hour, yeah. A couple hours, I, and I saw I saw, that-
1: yeah, I saw your video. I was like, ooh, he streamed for two hours and oh, that hurts. Two and a
0: half hours, man, and it was just all down the toilet and it was depressing but it's okay
1: yeah i can Total understand War that Rome. the, the last the last lodcast uh i forgot to add some things in there with the rendering process and i didn't see it until like two days later when i was like oh let's look at the video how's how's it doing and i was like oh but yeah uh my week was uh it's been pretty hectic i've i've been attempting to like work in working out like into my schedule and it's impossible given how, like, how lazy I am until, like, the last second of things, so, yeah, that's been pretty much mine, but, that said, let's move into the first section, uh, so, did anyone else notice how, actually, have you guys seen that video, I I forgot who made it, but, it was on, like, how people, how, like, the US differs from, like, every other country in the world, involving how trending works on it?
2: Yeah, I have seen. Uh, I forget who. There, some people have done videos. Yeah, like yeah. That. It's
1: and like basically the, the deal with it was that in the U.S. the trending page isn't at all like it's not actual trending. It's curated it's heavily. Bought. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, much. It's it, and so, like for example, PewDiePie. Uh, the, the whole reason this is actually talks that put it in, or HB as he was formerly known, and the reason he put in this topic, which was Pewds trending most of this week, is because like. Before, PewDiePie would hit tens of millions of views a video, but he wouldn't go trending at all in the U.S. But he'd be, like, trending in Canada, like, 300 times a year. And then, all of a sudden, this week, he's been trending all week with every upload.
2: From what I understand, for some reason, uh, the, how the algorithm actually works is if a videos of yours have lately been getting higher than normal view count... They put you on trending.
1: See, That's, that's thi- how
2: it works in the United States, but it doesn't work in other countries like that.
1: See, that's the thing, though. Like when It, it makes sense for some videos, but like for I, I think they might have just taken him off the blacklist, maybe. I don't know what and happened. I,
2: I believe it, especially after all the stuff.
1: Yeah, like after he ended which, the whole sub to PewDiePie thing?
2: Well, not just that, but I got something I want to talk about after a bit here
1: that has to do with that. And that being said, I did notice uh on this topic that there's certain things in, the like, the YouTube sphere, like, so I've actually been doing some experimenting. Uh I won't mention the channel, since it kind of ruined the whole point of the experiment, but I've been doing uploads, and I've been artificially growing that channel. It, it's just copies of, like, uploads that I used to do in the past, so it's not yeah. anything new. And I've been attempting to grow it artificially and see how it works with, like, I'm, I'm, because I'm wondering about my own channel right now, and that things like, uh, for example, my sub rate is the same. Like, I, I still gain subscribers at the same rate, but my views and my, well, my watch time's actually gone higher, but my views have like completely dropped, and so I'm like, maybe there's an artificial way of how this works, and so I've been like strategically liking videos on that alternate channel, and like Mm. boosting it. Like, I've even gone out of my way to make like. The other other accounts seem legit by having them watch other videos when I'm not actually doing anything, and from what I've seen, it seems like once again this is a really small sample size. I only have like 50 channels to do this with, so only 50 it, channels. <laughs> only 50 channels, but uh, but it seems that consistently increasing your view count. So like what I did with ori- originally was. The first video, I'd throw four views on with four different cha- four different channels. And then the video after, okay. I'd throw on, like, five, and then six, and then seven every next video. And I would do daily uploads with this because I have enough back content to do that. And what I've seen is that growth, it's almost, like, normally how you'll see it on, like, I'm assuming it's the same for Big East channel, where it's, like, your growth is, uh... It's not quite. It's like uh, what's the type of hyperbola where it's like it goes up and then just levels off like a plateau. Like, th- yeah. It's so basically that's what ours. Yeah, is I all would like. call it
0: plateauing. Yeah, mine like will go up and then plateau for. Yeah, a bit that's and then that, go that's up what, that's what mine
1: does too. It like plateaus. <laughs> it still goes up a little, but it still keeps plateauing.
0: Yeah, I kind of like cycle. But no, the I see game. what you're saying. In yeah. between plateauing, for me, it, like, cycles between, like, one or two, three, four subscribers. We'll go up or, uh, up or so, and then down, and then up, and then, like, between those. And then I'll, like, gain a bunch, and then same way.
1: Yeah, yeah, so that's what happens with me. And so, what I tried doing, and I what I saw was that it doesn't plateau at all as long as you consistently get more views. And it doesn't matter how many extra views you get as long as it's a little more than what you previously had. And so, I've come to the conclusion that it's... Fucking impossible to do it when you're larger.
2: That makes sense, if you think about it. The bigger you are, the harder
1: it is to... Consist- yeah, consistent growth is impossible. I mean, yeah. I, I still have growth. I'm pretty sure Biggie you know, Biggie definitely still has growth, but it's cyclical. Very, very cyclical. Mm-hmm. And it's not as hyperbolic as I'd like it to be.
0: But it's yeah. consistent, yeah. I would like to be more consistent, but not... I, I'm not... This is a surprise me. The YouTube sphere is very... Political. It's, it's more political than
1: I would like it to be, but it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. That's those are my findings. Uh, m- maybe Ascribe, this is what you get to look forward to. Wait, welcome to the YouTube. <laughs> yeah, when you hop on, <laughs> you'll you'll realize how bad it gets at some point. Like I, I hit ten sixty nine subs, and then all of a sudden, I was like, I was like, oh yeah, 10, 1069 That's a nice number. I'm gonna make a meme about that. And then the next day it's ten sixty six, and I'm like, I can't tell people about this. <laughs> See, yeah. part of
0: me like really feels bad though for really small channels, like even smaller than mine. I have a very small channel, like there's no doubt about that. And even you, HB, to an extent, you have a smaller channel. Mm-hmm. But like people like Koo, who just have who sit there who have like three, four hundred. It's like because they they make very good content. You at the same time they just they feel I feel like they get the shaft
1: because there's no consistency yeah even though like I, I fully understand like why they'd want consistency because YouTube wants to be the new TV but I, I guess it, it's hard to, to keep up I, I, like I'm pretty sure Koo probably has a real- life job and I, I don't know his age but he, he seems yeah. like he's extremely busy he's not like me or you who are yeah. like literally on the grind 24/7 on this
0: well I mean I talked about it with uh, someone else earlier there it might have been you you were asking like, no, it was not you. It was someone else asking, like, you could take a break. Like, they were telling me I could take a break. And I was like, oh, I know I could take a break. And they're like, well, why don't you? And it was like, I mean, regardless, I'm playing video games, whether I'm like.
1: Yeah, yeah, Oh, I think, yeah, I think <laughs> it, it might have been Shadow on your Discord.
0: Whether I record yeah. it or not, I'm playing games. So, I
1: mean, yeah, might as well record it and have some fun doing it. For but, real. So, yeah, I think we've, uh, uh yeah, if that's everything everyone wanted to say on that, we can move on to a, uh, a little bit more of a series topic, but I don't think we're going to stay on it for long. Uh, so a stream- One dead horse to another. Yeah, uh, really? Oh, wait. Really? <laughs> Oh, geez. <Yeah. laughs> that was a bit extreme.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all right, yeah, all right <laughs> man. All
1: right. <laughs> yeah, so what we're going to be talking about is... Uh, so, recently, I think it, is it... Has it been nearly a week now, I think? Uh, uh, less than. It happened earlier in the week. So, a streamer and a YouTuber by the name of Etika uh, recently uh committed game ending i don't want to use the word because they'll demonetize us but, uh so it, it, there's a lot of stuff around it and what i wanted to focus on was the really scummy way that some people like responded to it so
0: you oh, guys man uh if you're anyone's in my discord chat yeah you know, <laughs> the, the small little thing that happened there part of it but like um I cuz like I was I was actually sleeping for most of it and then I was out to eat with my grandparents actually when the second bit happened and uh I was lucky luckily I have fantastic moderators I want to say take a take a moment and say thank you to all of them because they really <laughs> actually like came in really clutch when I needed them to uh, but uh yeah they someone was just whole thing got kind of scummy in mind. it was like one of the get person responsible was just like, yeah, so what? He killed himself. It's a coward's way out. And I'm like, really? Yeah, that's it's, not you
1: don't, <laughs> a great way to respond to that. If, if like, you knew the guy's journey, you, you'll realize he's had – it's it's not as though he just – it was like, oh, I'm just going to kill myself. He probably had a lot of reasons. And when you're in that state of mind, you don't really it, – Yeah, it's, and that's the one thing I pointed
0: out. I was like, hey, man, like like he's not here to defend himself. Like, That's not really cool. Just – hop on, on like the hate, hate hate wagon there and I was like it's not fair to him it's not fair to like anyone else who supported him it's not cool and so basically as quick as I could but I mean then things got real weird yeah. <laughs> 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 uh,
1: so there's also this the really big thing that I noticed and I think the entire YouTube community went after this guy do you know who I'm J station is heard of him i never yeah, heard, like, well, I've he's, heard of attention. him he's like this uh he's like this 4am challenge channel that's he, the guy, like, has no skills outside of being a 4am challenge guy. Like, he, he's literally the bottom of the barrel when it comes to YouTube content. And literally, a day after Etika uh, committed suicide, he made a video saying, I contact Etika uh, via, it was like something like, I contact Etika via, like, uh, a Ouija board or some shit. I, I don't remember the video, I haven't seen it. And then it was like a clickbait. and He's like, "Hi, you guys thought I'd clickbait to make money off it? Guess what? I'm donating, uh, like, two thousand dollars to Etika's family or something." It was like a. Re- it was actually a really relatively small amount, and he got hella criticized because, and I think this is fair, because he decided to say that. Well, it, it was basically that he clickbaited on it, and that the amount of money he made from that video just by itself is well over twenty five hundred. Like. Literally every YouTuber out there was like, this guy's scummy as all hell. He, like... He, he also... D- he's done videos on people dying immediately after they died. And it's, like, these most... These extremely cringy, like, really disrespectful videos about the people after they die. And it's like, oh, I contact them via, like, uh, seance or some shit. I'm like, come on, man. You can't do that. That's just... That's not in good taste at all. Like, you don't... You don't just... Like, I can understand, like... It, soulless entities like corporations doing that to like a singer but you're a youtuber you're a human being (laughs) shout out at ea for that one
0: (laughs) i guarantee i see i am only saying that right now is i'm uploading a battlefront 2 video and i know it's gonna get demonetized (laughs) correction it's gonna get monetized in favor of uh of EA and saying I'm copywriting.
1: Yeah, you know, whenever... That's the thing, like, it, it, since we're kind of on the topic of monetization and scummy people, every time, like, I'll be on, like, the options thing for my YouTube, and I'll be like, oh, this, this video probably won't get striked for copyright, so I'll, like, monetize it. Like, that's an automatic thing. I'm like, I'll make, like, two cents off of it. Most of the time an ad won't play. It goes up, and then I can't turn off monetization, because... It's, it's copyright striked, and I'm like, I don't want them to make money. I can't not copyright strike it now. I, I will get really, really fucking petty at this
0: point, and uh, I'll actually go in and I'll uh, mute it, I'll quiet it down, I'll do anything in yeah. my power just so like, <laughs> I I don't do it. I'm like, you guys don't need the extra seven cents you get from my ad revenue from the videos. Get out of here. You're like, <clears throat> it's just, get, get out of here.
1: <laughs> like You don't need this.
0: Clearly don't
1: need it but anyway, EA yeah so uh if anyone has anything else to say about mental health in youtube because i kind of still do
0: i i do too like to an extent i think we you and i have talked about this to an extent trio mm-hmm. um
1: like because we both
0: in a, in a way share the same kind of issues in terms of like our own mental health very common among youtubers and it's if you need help or you need someone to talk to like please go talk to someone it's issue don't act like it's like oh it's it's only just me it's fine i'll be whatever it's like it is a very real issue and talking about it helps way
1: more than you would ever think mm-hmm. yeah and on that note uh i was so you know you guys remember who the nth apple was right oh i have no idea who it is okay so basically nope. he was a you know how oxhorn makes his videos yeah where you he, like he'll go through he'll do like then kind he of
2: started a, an oxhorn
1: he, he did like a lore <laughs> play right and so yeah it, uh, He wasn't the guy to start it. It was actually the Nth Apple. And the Nth Apple, he was... He would go through... He was a Fallout YouTuber originally. He also did a bit of Skyrim lore too. But he would go to these locations. He'd like... Take an extremely deep dive into the lore. He'd like look around, look at details. Say, hey, this is probably what happened. This is what we can infer. But then... At some point, Oxhorn... Who, before this, was just making like... Whatever he was making. He wasn't doing lore at all. But... He was—he decided all of a sudden when he came on that he was gonna copy the Anthapple style, and so the difference was between the two that the Anthapple had a day job. He—he he, was—he actually had a like—he actually had responsibilities. But Oxhorn, I'm pretty sure, has been unemployed for like the last twenty years, and he this guy was capable of pumping out the same videos, including titles, which is what's really scummy. Like, he, he would, like, and the Nth Apple used to call his videos the legend of blank, when he would go over them, and then oxhorn started doing the same thing. The legend of, like, Harper's Ferry or something like that. And what ha- ended up happening is that the Nth Apple, and I, I feel this personally, too, because this, this kind of happened to me a lot, he, he started losing, like, passion for it, simply because he's like, I put in so much more time than this guy, I kind of made this thing. Like, I popularized it, and now he's pumping out the same videos... Almost exactly like mine, but the only advantage he has over me is that he's able to pump them out more consistently. And so, I- I'm pretty sure a lot of YouTubers kind of experience this when their growth stagnates, because I definitely do. And that's that when you're working really, really hard, like I'm on the grind 24/7. I don't even mean that as a joke. Like I'll take I'll be awake until like 7 a.m. just trying to work on videos, but. At some point, when you start seeing people, because this is what happened to the Apple and I really relate to it, he made a video. He's like, "I just, I don't feel that me doing this is is really worth it anymore. Because what do I add to the picture anymore? Like, there's clearly people out there who are more interested in Oxhorn stuff simply because he can do the same thing I can, but with uh, more consistency. So, either you guys will see a video of mine in a coming in the coming days, or you won't." And like it, it was really emotional in how he said it, and he never came back two years later, and it's it, it's kind of it's kind of tough to watch because, I mean, I I'd I say it, but I, I've, I've talked to some extent with like some of you guys with it, uh, but like when, uh, for example, Lady of Scrolls came onto the scene because obviously I don't mean to like insult her or, or her content, but seeing someone do the same thing you can actually not not even to the same extent and then them suddenly growing way beyond you, it's really disheartening. I personally, like, it, it just really, it, it hurts to watch. Like, where you have all this, like, effort behind you, and then it just gets chopped off by someone who doesn't care nearly as much as you do. So thoughts? Sorry about that long-ass, yeah, like, rant. Yeah. I, I'm trying to fill up space. We got an hour to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I got
2: nothing else on that. It's, I but I understand what you're saying. Y you, like you feel you put so much effort into stuff, and you feel like you should be get rewarded more, but you don't.
1: Yeah, and that, that's where it kind of circles back around to the mental health thing. I don't know how it was with Etika, but
2: that stuff causes depression. Yeah, because you're not getting the reward of for working as you normally would.
1: Yeah, but still, just like Biggie said, I'll reiterate a little. If you really have problems, it really helps to talk to people. Even if they can't oh, yeah. relate as well, it's it's extremely important and like I encourage it heavily. Like it doesn't matter who it is, just try and get it off your mind. If they hate you afterwards, so what? You got it off your mind. But typically just go hey, to a friend. N- nothing,
2: nothing wrong with seeing a therapist or a psychiatrist. Yeah, no, that's, that's definitely it's say.
1: extremely important. If you have problems, go to a specialist if you have to. There's nothing wrong with it. We don't live in eighteen forty or in a third world country. Even if you are in yeah. a third world country, don't be afraid. I know there's a lot of stigma around it. I know there is in like for my brother and I uh in our well, where we come from at least because th- my parents at least are very stigmatic about it, but it- it's very important and you should get help if you need it and it's not yeah. a bad thing. Yeah, so okay, that's it. Uh let's move on to the next topic. Uh did you write this one down, scribe? Yes, I did. Okay, so get talking about it, chief. Well, if you guys have heard, uh,
2: there was leaked emails from Google talking about how to protest the president and a video leaked by... This is all by the same, com- by the same company called Project Veritas. Um, if you guys don't oh, know yeah, who they I've, are... I've heard
1: about that. I don't know what they do, but I've heard the name. They ran by
2: a guy named I think, George O'Keefe. He is a well-known conservative, but his reporting on Project Veritas has been pretty consistent and there's good evidence to show with what he released with Google is real and true. And it shows that Google purposely blacklisting people for their political beliefs. Um, I don't think that's right. And the internet's kind of having a huge fit over it because that means that if Google just doesn't like you, they can just Basically, get rid of you. Oh, yeah. The, okay. Even people like you.
1: Yeah, that remind. Remember when we were talking about what happened to Alex Jones a few podcasts ago? Mm-hmm. Now, that, that that's kind of scary now. like, I get it. Google's a privately owned platform, but, like, do you really have it's to... It's happening
2: play? to not crazy people. That's yeah. The thing. It's happening to people who don't have crazy ideas.
1: D- there's obviously which... reasons that there's, like, extremes on each side, and that's simply because that's human nature, like... We're a tribal species. We we like in groups yeah. and out groups. But like, I, I I think it was my uh, uh my professor in uh in my political science course that I took last semester was like, the ideal mm. way of making sure you don't live in a uh in an echo chamber is to surround yourself by people fra- with extremely different opinions to yours. Like, uh, everyone ultimately, at least statistically goes towards the middle and anything mm-hmm. that prevents that is essentially bad for democracy or at least our democracy yeah and so i think by doing this they're they kind of they're kind of it's not good like i know there, there, there's a reason terms like black twitter exists like i, I don't i don't know what other, the only one i've heard about is that but like that's an in-group and by isolating yourself and just continuously telling yourself certain things you're preventing yourself from Integrating into societies. I think, personally at least, that... Like, my brother and I, we're we're obviously... We're we're not white. And we're not from... Like, well... We're not ethically white. And we've kind of been, like, raised in... This completely white society. Or at least... Because at least where we live, it's completely white. In short, I think integration into society has a lot to do with just... Like, being around other people. And I think that is the case. It's like... It just... Cultures can be wildly different, but the longer you're around people, the more you start accepting them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's
2: why America in the past has always been amazing um, amongst immigration and across the world because we were able to integrate people within a generation,
1: and that's unheard of in other cultures. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. Like uh, I, I think, especially in like countries like Japan... Cause I hear horror stories oh, in like Japan yeah. all the time, where it's like they're so xenophobic that they'll like forcibly like kids who go into certain schools. There's like rules and even like actual province laws that prevent people from having different colored hair. Like they require oh, yeah. you, unless you get like a doctor's note, to dye your hair black. And I'm like, yep. What? Why? That, that isn't that ex- that that's xenophobia times like ten. Well, that's
2: all old school laws that they implemented back uh, probably 1920s-ish during the fall of the Shogun, and they wanted to unite all the different cultures across Japan. So what they did was just delete them. Yeah, uniformity. They unified, they they figured out what, they asked the question, what does it mean to, ja- to be Japanese? And that's what happened there. And it's not too
1: dissimilar from what happened in our past, but... I think a really ideal way of how we got around it had to do with like simply because everyone was fleeing Europe at the time and mm-hmm. what are you supposed to you can't make an ideal American when there's a million different types of Americans all of a sudden
2: and majority of your population speaks German Italian yeah and something and whatever else the other European language
1: but uh, English. am kidding <laughs> 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 so yeah and then circling back to like all that stuff with google like do you guys really have to push diversity so hard like come on just let it happen itself i know it's
2: well it's just it's just it's just like it's you're being diverse but you're not you're being diverse in what the person looks like not what the person's thoughts are yeah. which is what everyone's problem is is that Everyone who's anti-SJW, like myself, has an issue with those people not pushing diversity of thought, which is what's most important.
1: See, I, I, I'm of the belief, and I know a lot of people don't agree, but that, like, like I've kind of already hinted a lot, or at least mentioned a bit right now, that diversity needs to happen itself, and it's going to happen. It's already happened to an extent. Like I know there's heavy pushes, and like just like with the civil rights movement, pushes are extremely some pushes are needed but then when it comes to times and especially this age where it's so easy to isolate yourself doing things like that is not the way to move forward just the the internet has given us an unprecedented amount of like interaction with people for example you were telling me a while back well what was it was it jay the the guy the guy you're going to do the podcast with yeah, Jay. Yeah, he, he's not even white, and yet, this entire time, I thought he was a British white guy. Oh, uh, yeah, I, yeah exa- I know. Exactly, like, it, it, I don't know what these people are like on the other side, so the fact that we no, can agree on things, we can not agree on things, that's ideal. Well, it,
2: it, I didn't know you and uh, talks were not white, and I didn't care. I, I It just doesn't matter
1: to me. Like, it
2: yeah I, exactly. I
1: just like talking to people. It, it's great, and yeah those those are my thoughts in general on that yeah same here dude anything bad biggie e just, just like to have a good group of friends
0: you know It's it'll come naturally it's not something you can force on people you force on people that's when you see the heavy resistance that's when you see people push back because people do forget that it's kind of basic human instinct when you, if I walked up to you in, in real life, Kuyo, I just walked right up to you, or you scribe and just pushed you to the ground and said, you need to think this way, <laughs> chances are you're going to get up and push me back and say, why? Like, why should I have to? It's just that simple. You can't force somebody hey, you could sh- like, kind of like what you said, you could kind of like show them, be like, hey, look, this is the right way so you can kind of think about this, you know, you never took this into consideration, and people can go okay, I'm, I'm learning more about this in a way that's not going to make me feel like not only an utter piece of shit but, like, I, in a way I could also be accepted into society Well, did you guys hear about that uh,
2: that gay guy that was, he was like what was he, he was uh, Vietnamese or whatever, American and he was being harassed by Antifa, and they beat the crap out of him yesterday. And now he's in the hospital with a brain hemorrhage. They threw he a milkshake at—they at, threw a milkshake at him with concrete, with caustic
1: concrete. Jesus Christ! I was, I was
0: thinking,
1: yeah. that,
2: like, what kind
0: of milkshake you did that's gonna be like give you a know, brain damage here? Jesus
2: had caustic, uh, acidic concrete in it that would burn your skin. And they just beat the living crap out of them. I don't really know why. I don't know. I, I don't know why they would do that. It doesn't make much sense. Because Antifa tends to always say that they stand for this. For, like, LGBTQ people. But, like, dude, it's Pride Month and you attacked a gay guy and gave him a brain hemorrhage. See and, that- you, first of all, you're not hearing much about it. But I just read an article as you guys were talking that now everyone's talking about it across the internet, across uh, everything. CNN, MSNBC is now talking about it, and the guy has raised. They, so, uh, someone put out a private GoFundMe, and they raised over 10k already,
1: or 100k already for it, for him. See, that also has a, that has a lot to do with how Antifa structured. Uh, I, I, th- oh, I yeah. think it, it was also uh, Black Lives Matter that was structured like this, but they're structured from the bottom up. Meaning that each mm-hmm. and every chapter of those groups is basically their own like leader. They don't have any. They have obviously that they have similar goals as the main, as like the top, but they don't have a head. They don't have anything that can yeah. like They're so decentralize. Idiots like this will pop up, give them a bad name, and then go and go away. And yeah, I I, I never like like vilifying well, things. I I hate well, that because.
2: Well the ones one of the one the the group that attacked him is one of the branded groups that sells t-shirts and merchandise and stuff. Jeez,
1: yeah. Um, so it, yeah. And it, they're just giving like there's obviously good intentions behind it but you're just giving them bad names. Like no one's everything's just a shade of gray in my opinion. Yeah.
2: If you guys are interested in looking up or hearing about it, I highly recommend going over to tim pole's channel he's covering doing excellent coverage of the situation right now uh he's pretty non-biased in his coverage of it
1: yeah well okay if that's all we have to say about this section we can move on to the soon to be phased out section lore yeah scrab you want to take over uh, sure well today's
2: lore thing there's only one topic uh, we are going to talk about cyborgs and machines and the other scrolls. And if you anyone says that they are non-existent and New they're war breaking,
0: <laughs> thank you,
2: thank you. New medium, there we go. Or just walk yourself into a Dwemer ruin, and you'll be you'll be just walking your way through, and there'll be robots attacking you every five minutes.
1: Yeah, but okay. So this is my topic. So I I'm sorry, guys. I'm talking a lot today, but <laughs> it's cool, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming there's a specific reason you brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, uh, so I recently made a video about Kinmune, so TLDW on that Kinmune video. is basically an AI from Michael Kirkbride's crazy fanfic future that goes into the past and is like a robot, but what I really wanted to talk about was, like, specifically White Streak and if he really is a cyborg from the future, which I'm, after reading Kinmune, which is the most whack thing I've read in my life. I'm gonna. I'm kind of starting to believe. So, the thing with too Kim much. Y- Shut him up. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, thing with, the thing with the thing is, is that like it makes a lot of connections that in our current understanding of the lore fits. And the only outrageous stuff is the ninth era part, where it's like super future Elder Scrolls with cyberpunk shit and AIs and. Weird, trippy art, which is really cool looking, but... That's the only weird part, but... Outside of that, when... Kinmune gets sent to the past... She, which... I, I don't know how an AI can suddenly become a she, but... That's what happens. In Michael Kirkwine's crazy head, but... She fills in, like, all the holes in some of the plot, like... Why exactly, uh, The Eye of Magnus ended up in Sarthal? Apparently, it's a prison. It was a prison for, uh... For Kinmune. And it, it was actually made by the Dwemer, apparently. But, obviously Skyrim retconned some shit. some. Nah, sh- I almost said shut. Some stuff. I wasn't trying to say shit. But, <laughs> Skyrim retconned some stuff, and, uh... It's, Freudian slip there. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> it still kind of fits. Like, certain things still make sense, and... That's what led me to thinking about Palenol. And maybe connecting that... Maybe, just maybe, if Todd, our god, blesses us with more coda in the future, which they've been doing throughout the games as time has gone on, because honestly, they don't have a writer, they're they're just gonna take larger plot threads from MK's unused work that he left behind. If we ever get another game. (laughs) If we ever ever get another game. speaking. That's
0: why we've never gotten another
1: game. (laughs) I just don't have ideas at this point. They're like, shit, guys. They ran we, dry. Guys, we fired our only writer. What are we gonna do now? We have this Emil guy, but he doesn't know how to write. Oh my, what are we gonna do, guys? I have an idea. We just <laughs> we just use stuff that's that's not done. We just like reuse MK's work. <laughs> it's crazy. But it'll work.
2: Fun fact, or pl- oh I should say plot twist, the uh that we've seen for Elder Scrolls Six was just Skyrim again.
1: What is the desert? <laughs> it's Skyrim, they retextured all the rocks to be like kind of, kind of like dirt, uh, desert rocks, and they made like all the snow into ash, or like desert storms and all that. There it is, guys. All the work was put into that. We have a new lighting engine, a new renderer. We got Skyrim Grandma in there. You're welcome, guys. It's complete. We just re- we we replaced Olivia the the feeble with with Skyrim Grandma. <laughs> But back on uh, Palano, so I was like, I was reading about it, and I was like, wait a minute. Palano's. He, he, he got his head chopped off. You know what kind of happened too? Kinmune got like completely destroyed, and she survived. So maybe there, there's a code of reason as to why it worked. But, but yeah, the, me trying to make connections, I, it's not fully baked. I just wanted to talk about it for a bit, hence the name of my channel, Half Baked Productions. If you guys were ever wondering what the HB stood for,
2: you are half baked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I had the opportunity, I took it. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, I think anyone anyone want to mention anything about lore before we move on?
2: Nah, I've been lowered out of Elder Scrolls ever since E3. So
1: <laughs> hell yeah. yeah I chief. mean, it,
0: it, other than like the topics I've been just kind of covering, like. I've been I've just been really disappointed with Elder Scrolls lately. Mm-hmm. Uncompletely
1: understandable. I I try so hard to move the channel away from Elder Scrolls, but it, it keeps coming back.
0: Gotta go back
2: to your roots.
1: Yeah, uh, someday I'll I'll be able to break free of these chains and ascend to other game godhood. But until <laughs> then, we can go on to the next section. Uh, Big E. All right, so this is gonna be the part
0: where we basically talk about just. Things we kind of want to talk about. That's generally typically news that's been going on lately or uh, things we find curious that we find on our own. And uh, I'll start with my subject because it, oh, man. So EA recently, and I, I kind of keep close tabs on EA. I don't know why, but I do.
1: Um, <laughs> you got you to catch them for any sort of crimes they commit.
0: Well, I
2: guess it's because he- they're also keeping tabs on
1: you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, best part, the best part about this is that four of our seven podcasts, uh, including this one, have always had EA in them somehow. It's <laughs> because they're always,
0: make- they're always making news. There's like not a single part that just doesn't always. We've talked about so EA usually, for more hours than we usually talked not about a lore. Good news. That's the thing. <laughs> Uh, and, and so I like to keep tabs on them because they make a lot of games that I enjoy um, or used to, at least there's not many anymore. Um, <laughs> basically a big game that I love. Still, I'm going to continue promoting battlefront two. It's a great game. I recommend it, but not about that. Well, sort of about that. It's, you know, so EA recently came out and said, uh, they're not loot boxes. They're surprise mechanics. And, Outraged everybody who's a gamer or just any way knows about the situation has basically outraged him. And let me tell you, if you guys haven't been to the history memes Reddit page, oh boy, I recommend oh, yeah. it because it is a bit is a bit harsh on what they have to say. <laughs> they are not happy to say the least, and I don't think anyone else is really happy to be honest about this whole situation. Um, it, it's it's sparked up. More debate on what the future of loot boxes are in our society because I don't think they're
1: anywhere near going away. Yeah, that's the thing. So, a little bit of a little bit more background to that. Um, so so basically, EA uh, some representative or they were called over to like was it Ireland, I think, to like their to like a hearing from Ireland's like government, and they were that like would
2: be uh, Belgium.
1: Oh, okay. So yeah, so they were called over to Belgium's government and to. To answer about their crimes involving loot boxes. And they're like, the the guy asks, do you think loot boxes are moral? And the lady doesn't even answer the question. She just says, we don't like calling them loot boxes. We like calling them surprise mechanics. And he's like, I don't care what you call them. Do you think they're ethical? And she just like rounds her way around that. Like, I'm 90% sure this woman did not think they were ethical in the slightest. And she was just trying to dance around this.
2: Yeah, and they proceeded to ban them after that. Which did they really? If you live in Belgium, yeah.
1: Oh. If, my if, you play,
2: <laughs> if if you play uh, FIFA, if you play FIFA in Belgium, the game is completely different in Belgium than it is in the rest of Europe.
1: Oh, that's crazy. crazy. They
2: they literally just took the loot boxes out of the game. They didn't fix the game mechanics
0: around it. They just took the loot boxes out. Well, obviously, they What do you mean fixing it? That's not EA style. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So people in Belgium only got half... Uh,
2: that was about FIFA, by the way. And they only got half a FIFA game.
1: Jeez. that, that yeah. I, I think about more class action lawsuits after that. Like, you you paid for a full game, you get half of it because the developers are too lazy to... Well, not developers, but the, the company's too lazy to try and work, rework <laughs> it.
0: Typically, I, I never blame a developer for any of the shit.
1: Like, sometimes they are
0: responsible, but at the same time, it's usually... And the publishers... With the publisher because the publisher sees the fact that, oh, they did it and they're making billions of dollars. Why aren't we doing it?
1: <laughs> <Bethesda>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, poor Bethesda. How you fallen? We used to idolize Bethesda. Now we just kind of like y- y-
2: stand yeah. up for all their mistakes. And then they had to uh, release that armor for Oblivion. <laughs>
1: That's when it started to go downhill. Or- yeah. No, the, the thing horse is, armor. the thing about horse armors, Bethesda was actually the first. I remember seeing this in like a documentary. They were like the first ever major game publisher to introduce microtransactions that gave that little content.
2: Yeah, that little content. The first ones to introduce microtransaction was Microsoft. I forget what game it was though.
1: It's still. It's like crazy. Like yeah, th- this is the reason this all happened. And that okay. So and that kind of brings me to my point, where I'd. I personally think that loot boxes are gambling because I, I, I it might have been Newscribe who was talking about it or might have... No, no, it was a YouTube I watched and uh, I think it was Upper Echelon Gaming. He's like a news channel. Hit the guy's guts, yep. but, I, but I like watching the news. <laughs> but he was talking about how like the argument that EA had around this entire loot box thing was that they thought it was a lot more about like... Oh, we tell people the chances, but guess what? There's also gambling stuff where, like, uh, was it roulette? Yeah, yeah, I think it was roulette that he used the example as, but... Yeah, I think so. Uh, and That's, that's an older video. Yeah, it's it's, it's kind of old now, but... Uh, he was talking about how roulette was... They tell you the chances. I think it's, like, I, I don't know, the exact size of a roulette wheel. I think that it's the- is
0: about... Your chances in the basic of terms are 48-48-2.
1: Yeah, so you, mm-hmm. they tell you your chances. So you can't use telling people the chances of what they'll get as an excuse for it not being gambling because they're still spending money on something they can't guarantee.
2: Yeah, that's just gambling without line. It's different
1: lying. from microtransactions where, in microtransactions, you know what you're getting. You're like, I want that cosmetic. I'm going to pay however many crazy amount of unfair monies it's going to cost to get that. But with loot boxes, yeah. you don't know. And when they say let the industry govern loot boxes, that's the one time I'll say no, because it's better when industries, like, do their own forms of governing, and, like, decide that they're not gonna, like, let government get in and, like, mess around with them. Like, I, I forgot the example, but there's been a few times where it's a bad idea for the government to get into certain industries, because they'll just fuck them up. And, yeah, co- and competition won't actually drive things. I think things.
2: that's there's a line when the government needs to step in and do something, and I think loot boxes is one of them. Hell yeah! Especially whenever you're preying on people under the age of eighteen.
1: See, people Just make people it. People make target. so many excuses about that. Like, oh, there's policies around that. Kids don't have to pay. Just don't put your credit well, card a in. I'm
2: libertarian. I'm I'm a libertarian. And if I tell you the government needs to get involved in something, that what's that tell you? That's that. Be, <laughs> I, I think that's pretty bad.
1: <laughs> but, like, it, the, you, you can't. It's a kid. Like. If a kid accidentally yeah. buys a million loot boxes and you don't, your company doesn't have a policy to return the money, that kid probably developed a gambling addiction in the pro, in the process, and yeah. you just lost a bunch of money. So come on, bro. Start them young. You
2: know what they say about smokers? Start them young.
1: Yeah, it's it's like ha- ah, I, there's someone I was I was having an argument about this on Discord, and they're like all in favor of like loot boxes and saying, so what? It's not my problem. Hey, who's it- favor of loot boxes. They're like, as long what as kind of psychopath as- <laughs> are you? <laughs> I, I forgot the guy's <laughs> name, but I was, like, really heated. I was like, you're really supporting loot boxes. Are you mentally insane? And it's, like, the one time I've actually gotten heated on Discord, and I was like, if I could strangle you, man, I would strangle you. <laughs> for, legal re- <laughs> for legal reasons, that's a joke. Please, YouTube, don't arrest for me. For legal reasons. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, he was arguing that the whole point of it was... It supports the developer, but the developers if you've seen the horror stories buying skins. Yeah, if you if you saw the horror stories of how developers are treated in certain companies, I don't think it supports the developers. It supports the corporate people's wallets.
2: Crunch time. Although sometimes crunch time is needed and I fully understand the purpose of that. But other times it's just
1: Honestly, though, from just my YouTube experience and editing, I I can understand why crunch time exists because I have my own crunch like right after this podcast. But I could avoid all this crunch if only I was better at timing.
2: Well, it happens because people call off. people Errors happen. And you have whenever you're shipping a product to the public, that release date is everything because that's whenever your investors decide they're going to have much money they're going to give you and so forth. And that's why it exists. Um, I work for a company that does contracts. Um, I'm not going to say with who, but we uh, we are currently finishing up 1UP, and we are working extra overtime to push that stuff out, out the door real fast. In fact, most of it's done. We're just waiting for the customer to come pick it up. you know. And we, we have so much other stuff done. We have to keep it outside the building, and we have to have someone sit there and watch guard on it until... The person comes and picks it up in three weeks, which is just ridiculous. You know, it's like that was and that was a miracle, by the way, because we are currently underemployed and we still managed to get all that stuff out on time. But we had to work so much overtime to get it out, if that makes sense.
1: I completely understand that. And that actually kind of allows me to transition if no one else anything else to say on this Go oh, have pretty much blood this dry. <sighs> okay, another dead horse. One day we'll yeah. rename the podcast. Someday. We we need to start keeping
2: track because we could we could start our glue factory.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, the uh in, in the case of Crunch and all that, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Have you guys seen the stuff around that?
0: Uh, not too much. I haven't paid the criticism? To
1: yeah, like i I've, okay. So basically, to sum it up, since Biggie doesn't know, and I'm pretty sure the audience doesn't know, uh, but. Pokemon Sword and Shield is looking to be the most disappointing Pokemon game to date because not only have they cut out the national Pokemon decks, so you're only going to have like 120 Pokemon in this region, but if you look at the game itself and all the stuff they've been showing off, it is the most unimpressive game, both graphically and gameplay-wise, that I think Game Freak has ever produced.
0: No, I will say I did notice where like people were, were talking about like Pokemon being like the size of freaking Mount Everest, and you're like tiny as all hell.
1: Oh yeah, the, yeah. The the thing they int- the new mechanic they introduced, which honestly just looks like a gimmick. I think it is a gimmick. <laughs> it, it's definitely a gimmick. But I I'm kind of just disappointed. It looks like this is a tech demo more than an actual game. Like I yeah, get that and
2: it's I, very glitchy.
1: Yeah, I I get that they're switching platforms, but you guys are. You'll, you'll make money no matter what on this game. So, can you guys? At oh least yeah, with
2: with all the Pokemon diehard fans out there, which I know way too many of, hey.
0: they're
1: going to buy the crap <laughs> out
0: of it. I actually really do like Pokemon. The only issue is I don't have any
1: new Nintendo stuff. So yeah, exactly. Like, I don't really have any new Nintendo stuff. I used to buy what? every game on my DS, and but uh, I don't have any of the new stuff. Yeah. My fiance is one of
2: those, and she's disappointed because it's. It's the same game again. And I'm disappointed because I'm like... I'm not a huge Pokemon fan. In fact, my first game was Pearl. And oh, I hell yeah, up,
1: man. I loved I grew Pearl. up
2: really not liking the anime as a kid.
0: <laughs> See, I actually started with the... Uh, I started
1: with... God, it was old. It was well, real old. I started with gold, actually. I was just going to put that aside. And then I got What's Pearl a, like I a year I later. With
0: gold and then I, I went into uh, red. I had fire red. And then... I got sapphire and ruby, the diamond and pearl. Oh yeah,
1: man! And then everything stopped because you couldn't upgrade your system. That's yeah. what happened to me. I, I was like, eh, you know, I have a Wii that can probably last me for a few years, and then I switched over to the Xbox, and that's where the whole Skyrim thing started. But yep, yeah, Pokemon Sword and Shield just very disappointing for me. And
2: yeah, it they- Have you seen the people, the mods people have been making to Breath of the Wild with Pokemon characters in it?
1: (laughs) Breath of the Wild. I fucking, I have a, it looks
2: looks beautiful.
1: I have like ultra modded, uh, I I play Breath of the Wild on my computer, like I I have the Simu emulator, and I like, I have like Mm -hmm. ultra modded, I have Shrek, uh, Lionels, I have like, uh, I've I've messed it up a lot, and it looks, it looks pretty good, but it's also the most unimmersive game you'll ever play in your life. (laughs) But yeah uh, if anyone else has anything to say on that we can move on to the lightning round i'm good that out of the way now that we've uh finished with this podcast which i'll be honest was the most well-timed podcast to date we did pretty well yeah but i think it was mostly it was probably out of extreme amounts of time constriction that we did so well but Let's get to the lightning round, the round that everyone loves and everyone listens to. You know, you know, this feel this, this, this feel, you, the, 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 whatever, you know, you know what I say, but first question, what's your least favorite game?
0: Oh man. Did I play? Ooh. Oh man. This is actually going to be relatively new and I might actually receive some flack for this.
1: <laughs>
0: oh man. I, I know I'll receive some flack for this. Uh, Wolfenstein 2. Oof. Yeah. It's not the worst.
2: I have played a lot worse.
0: Actually, correction. That's probably the most disappointing game I played. Yes, that, um, that's 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 a better description, I think. Yeah, I th- I disappointing. Think
1: I don't really have a least favorite game. I think.
0: No, I do have one. Bound by Flame. Oh man, Bound by Flame was a tough one. They sold it as like a oh a brand new uh, next gen RPG that's gonna be just as good as Skyrim, and then my like seventeen year old ass, hell yeah, <laughs> buys it. Like this is terrible. What the
1: fuck. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Can I
2: just say like every video game my fiance has on her computer that is that is of anime origin.
1: <laughs> Sounds like a good one to me. I'll be honest with you, almost okay. kind of on the anime games. They're all either fighting games or dating sims. That, that from what I've seen. Dating you simulated. See yeah, they're all- Pop? <laughs> I've heard of Honey Pot though. <laughs> Everyone's heard of it. I remember I
2: up, uh, my lady's laptop and. uh, I saw that on there and I just looked at her I'm like are you serious right now?
1: Are you serious?
2: <laughs> you have this on your laptop? Get it off. This thing is poisonous. Right now before, not have this in before this house. your mind
1: is corrupted.
2: I will not have this in this house.
1: I don't really have like a least <laughs> favorite game. I I just think the most disappointing game for me was Apex Legends. I played that for a bit. I, it was my first battle royale ever. It felt great. I'm not going to lie. I actually do kind of like Apex to an extent. If I'm gonna
0: play uh, any Same. battle royale game, it's gonna be Apex because I really do like the Titanfall universe.
1: It's, the the gunplay is amazing. Literally, it feels great, but it just got really stale really quick.
0: They have really failed at updating like anything.
1: They just literally haven't done shit. Yeah, you get you guys yeah. literally get a success that's poised to beat Fortnite, and you just drop the ball. But yeah. Uh,
0: well, um, I honestly think they didn't expect
2: it to do this well. So, yeah, i might not might, them too much. Yeah, it might yeah, have just you, been a side you, project.
0: EA was kind of very hands-off on it, so they probably were like, eh, we'll give you a little bit. Not a lot here, though. I've
2: said it before. i said it a hundred times. You give them the EA dollars <laughs> without the EA corporate hands all over it, they will make a good product every time.
1: And speaking They'll of make which... make money
2: every time.
1: That was our next question. Do you guys hate EA? And, I, and it was a rhetorical question, because I'm pretty sure we all hate EA to an extent. Depending yeah. on what they make, their games can be fun. I haven't fun. bought
2: a Madden since 2013.
1: Why would you ever buy Madden? Though <laughs> it's the same game bought NHL every since year.
2: 2016.
0: I buy NHL every year, and that hurts. So, I
2: mean, that hurts me where I can't buy NHL because EA to me is just. Are you serious?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, to be honest, though NHL 19 not that good. To be honest, kind of overrated. I know.
2: That's why it was. That's why it was on sale for ten dollars.
0: That's why it's free on Xbox One for the month of. The oh, month. I
2: know. I downloaded it and played it the other day, and I'm
0: like, "This is." It's like they tried to make it so realistic to the point where it's like really rough. <laughs> yeah. I you know I guess in a tidbit you could choose why not to add this in, Qo. Uh Did you hear like Google? There's like a poll, and like nobody wants Google Stadia. Like really? <laughs> yeah, there was,
1: yeah. There was a massive poll, and like
0: nobody wants it. <laughs>
1: Oh, I I might have actually voted in that. Was it on Reddit? Might have been. Oh my! I might have voted the Reddit in there. one.
2: I voted. In, I voted in the Reddit
0: one. <laughs>
1: it's like, yeah, on do Reddit you want to play awful. Google Stadia? Hell no, nah, dog! I want my own hardware. Because
0: yeah, I took a one on Reddit, one on YouTube, and I was like, Oh fuck that. <laughs> yeah, I like Stadia as a theory, but the I don't
1: same want time, Google to rule every. All there. I'd rather not have Google's grubby hands all over my games.
2: Oh, don't worry. They're gonna be. They're under investigation by the federal government right now for antitrust, lines, <laughs> and it's not looking so good. Google, Facebook, and Twitter, and whoever, Apple aren't gonna be with us much longer.
1: Okay, that said, we've kind of covered everything, and I'm gonna use this to go towards the outro. We all gotta sing. You, you know the mom spaghetti meme song that was made from. Uh, uh, what was the name that Eminem? Uh, name the song that Eminem did. Knees weak, arms heavy. Lose yourself. Yeah, lose yourself. Yeah. Well, okay, so you guys know I, the Mom's Spaghetti version, right? I was just shocked version, at the
2: right? fact that you didn't fucking know that.
1: <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> Anyways, we gotta sing. We, we, we gotta sing it, guys. Let's go. Uh, knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on his uh, spaghetti already, Mom's spaghetti. On spaghetti, he looks calm, spaghetti, drops spaghetti, but he keeps on spaghetti, where he wrote down the whole crowd and went, spaghetti. There we go. That's it. <laughs> spaghetti, spaghetti. <laughs> now I want some goddamn spaghetti. For real, I really do want some spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh that's this Lodcast for this week. Uh th- thanks for coming guys. Whoever listened this far, you're you're my favorite person in the world. I love you. Yeah. Thank you. Very cool. I love you too. I'll make you the All owner right. of the channel if you don't <laughs> Hashtag me too. What? <laughs> oh, oh no, what? <laughs> no, <laughs> subscribe, not again. <laughs> <laughs> you're making
0: it like right hey. Y'all make you the owner of the channel, right? And you're saying that as a joke. Someone's be like, I'm the owner now. (laughs) 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 Just
2: have your brother come back in and be like, I'm back,
1: and it's all mine. (laughs) (laughs) But Yes, thanks for watching, guys. Subscribe. Uh, There'll there'll be links everywhere. You you know how this goes. But thanks for watching. See ya. Don't get a wife. (laughs) Later. Slen teed for, Full side of a king. need no dove to high. Try me,
0: and you'll regret it. You do not even know our tongue, do you? Do you?
1: Do you? i fought wars more ferocious than you. for you i don't have a lot of patience for questions outlander